0: Yeah, we're uh, excited uh, for our opportunity, and you know, I feel like our kids have earned the right uh, to play in this game. Certainly excited for a third straight year uh, to be playing in it. I have a lot of respect for this venue and this event. I think it's one of the uh, best sporting events there is. Uh, the atmosphere that's created in, in Atlanta is just incredible, and uh, I know our kids have uh, really cherished memories from those games uh, in the past two years. And uh, also looking forward to this year, which with the team we have to play in LSU's, uh, got a, a very strong team, and um, that's the way it should be in the SEC, and it always has been.
1: We'll get things started with Brooks Cabina, the Batner Jamkin.
2: When you take a look at it right now, what are the main challenges that you see in, 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 in slowing them down?
0: Uh, where you want me to start? I mean, cause I only got 30 minutes, so it's uh, it's all over. I mean, they they the run the, running the running back is best. I mean, he he's one of the most powerful, explosive. I mean, he does an unbelievable job. He was really good against us last year. Um, but he has been a really good player. It all starts with the quarterback. Their offensive line protects really well, and they've got um probably the the. Best group of wideouts, side speed wise, that you could ever imagine. So, I mean, when you start with the offense, you can start at any location you want. Next is Murray. And, what, what, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brooks. Yeah, and, and
2: was there was there anything from you know yesterday's game that you got a chance to watch, or you know have you ever really gotten to that? And if so, you know, do you feel like defensively you've seen more some? You know, more complete sides for them than what you might have seen in the past couple of weeks.
0: Um, you know, we've 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 had overlap tape with the uh, uh, Auburn and uh, Florida games. They've, they've got a they've got a very complete team. They've obviously had some uh, some guys injured and banged up on, on on defense, but they they they've got a tremendous defense. They've got great athletes. We saw that last year uh, when we played them. So it's not like there's um a lot of weaknesses when you start talking about the the caliber of program and the caliber of team that eds put together thank
1: you now we'll go to murray pool
3: hey there and uh kirby i know uh with the passing for you that joe burrows had uh everything i know you want to bring pressure probably uh at certain points on him but uh How careful do you have to be of his running ability uh, bringing that ball out of the pocket? I know he hurt you last year with the long touchdown run, so uh, is that something you have to really be uh, cautious of uh, when you apply the pressure of this guy's running ability?
0: Yeah, he's a tremendous athlete. He's got uh, balanced body control, pocket awareness. Uh, Probably when you wrap all those things together, um, it, it makes a combination of probably one of the best quarterbacks that I've seen because I've seen guys that can run, tons of them, not very few that keep their eyes downfield like he does. Um, he's calm in the pocket. He extends plays. Um, when you think you've got everything done right, uh, he breaks tackles. I mean, they have, they have a free run at the quarterback. He breaks tackles, throws a completion. I mean, there's just he doesn't have a lot of weaknesses when it, when it comes to um, what the decisions he makes and the, the weapons he has around it. All right.
1: That's the Chip Towers of the AJC. Kirby, I was just wondering if you could uh you might have done this already. I wouldn't
3: lay it on here, just
4: to update the health a little
1: bit and then take any update
0: on DeAndre Swift. Uh no, not a lot of update from 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 yesterday. Folks game, kind of same uh same thing. Everybody's the same status uh they were yesterday.
1: Appreciate it. This is Dan Matthews of the Chuck Oliver Show.
4: Hey, Coach Murray, just uh, touched on a little bit with uh, Burrow, but uh, with the initial, now that you've been able to get into the tape a little bit, just what stands out to you about him?
0: Joe Burrows? Yes. Uh, a little bit of everything. Joe's an incredible athlete. He's got extreme, extreme toughness. You can you him take shot after shot and stand in the pocket and make throws. I mean, he's everything you want in a quarterback. When <laughs> you talk about athleticism, Decision making, awareness. Uh, he doesn't make many mistakes. Uh, even, even, you know, so there's times he's taking sacks, but they're good decisions. He didn't make bad decisions with the ball. He very rarely turns the ball over, and uh, he's got a, a, a stable of uh, resources around him to distribute the ball to.
4: And obviously, Joe Brady is getting a lot of credit for his development this season, you know, now coming over from the Saints. Did you know much about Brady before he joined
2: their program?
0: No, I did not. I did not know much about I man I'd been to the Saints and visited with the Saints before from a defensive perspective, but I did not know much about uh, Joe. He's done a tremendous job as well as Coach Inseminger has, who um, is a really good quarterback's coach and been around them for a long time, and they make a really good tandem. Thanks.
1: Next
3: is David Pascoe, Senator Times Free Press. Hey, Kirby. Uh, I know you said DeAndre was fine yesterday, but a couple of years ago, obviously, on Johnson had a shoulder injury coming into this game. And, and as you guys quickly were able to pounce on him, he was not the same guy in Atlanta as he had been a couple of weeks ago, earlier in Auburn. What is kind of the challenge there on 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 managing that and and how – I mean, is it one of those things if a shoulder's 80%? I mean, how do you kind of gauge that along the way?
0: Yeah, I don't think it's the same scenario. I think uh, I think I expect DeAndre to be fine.
3: Okay, and then um what all is, uh, you know, w- when you look at LSU and, and what they're doing offensively and, and what you guys have been able to do defensively, I mean, how much of, do you get excited over watching? I think, I think they're number two in the country and, and you guys are number two in the country in scoring defense. They're number two in scoring offense. Does, does a matchup like this excite
2: you?
0: Well, I think an opportunity, uh, and the SEC championship excites you. I mean, it doesn't. Uh, it, it really doesn't matter to me whether you know where, where we're where we're ranked, defensively, offensively, especially that part. You know, I know that everybody makes a big deal about those two things, and they've got a tremendous uh, offensive explosions this year and tremendous offensive unit. I have a lot of respect for them, but that doesn't make the big game any bigger. Um, it's just as it's, it's big as it can be anyway.
1: This is Mike Griffith of the AJT.
4: Yeah, Coach uh, De- Devontae White didn't dress. Will he play this week? And, and did Tyler Swift Simmons? Did he? Have, did he get the brace off his shoulder?
0: Uh, Tyler's fine. Tyler's um, been playing uh, throughout the year, so he, he's 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 been fine. He's been uh, for a while now. Uh, been without the brace. Uh, Devontae should be back. Yes, he's expected to be back.
1: Next is Chip Howard of KV
2: Kirby, what will the loss of Pickens in the first
0: half Saturday do to your receiver rotation? Uh, we had the same thing this week, so it was not a lot different. Next we'll go to
2: Steve Loplin of KV
1: Coach, how are you today? Doing good, Steve. So, uh, a lot has been made about Joe Burrow and his development. From the tape last year that you saw Joe Burrow to this year, does he even look like the same quarterback from last year to this year to you, Coach? Uh, I mean, he he had the same athleticism. He he had the same
0: arm strength, a lot of the same talent. I think the biggest difference is the, the, the offensive system. And, uh, what they're allowing him to do with full progression reads and, uh, pre release, five out. I mean, they got a lot of different things, uh, than what they just had last year. So, uh, yeah, he's certainly, uh, playing better. I think the people around him are playing better. Uh, they've been much more uh, explosive. He's got more confidence. Um, but they're doing some, a, a lot more things offensively as well.
1: On the defensive side of the football, if you could speak to the linebacker core, specifically Patrick Queen and uh, the development you've seen along that linebacker core this season at LSU, Coach? Yeah, they, they've always had tremendous defensive players. I think with the loss of uh kid last
0: year, I mean, an unbelievable player, and uh, they've had a lot of guys step up. And um, when you watch you know, what they've done this year, they've gotten better and better each game. And uh, I think Dave Miranda obviously does a tremendous job, always has. And <clears throat> their team has played uh, better and better throughout the year you know, defensively.
2: Thank you, Coach. Next we'll go to Mark Wiser. The Athens-Better here.
3: Hey, Kirby, you, you mentioned uh, Burrow and the, and the playmakers on offense, uh, but w- why are they so effective in what they're doing? In uh, You know, you mentioned full progression reach and five out. Um, is that a pretty much center or, or what, what
0: specifically? Uh, a lot of talent, good coaching, good offensive line, and a run game. They do really good things tempo-wise. They're simple in what they do, and they get a lot of carryover week to week with different presentations of the same thing with really good players doing
3: it. want to ask you also, um, Demetrius Robertson, how is he in his development this year? Uh, as This season, obviously, enters SEC Championship Weekend, um, especially now when you're down a couple of receivers at the start of this game at least.
0: He's doing well. He's doing well.
2: This is Paul and Ebert, the Associated Press. Uh, hey, Coach, just a little follow up on Pickens. Uh, obviously, you had to deal with that situation uh, this week as well, but a, a step up, a big step up in competition. Just how
0: big a, a blow is that to your team going into this game, missing him for a, a full half? Uh, no, I'm not really concerned with it. You know, it's not a lot that you can control. So, I mean, you, you, you put the players out there that. Uh, can play for us and just next man up mentality. And that's, that's kind of the way we've been at receiver all year. It's been, you know, a guy's been out. It seems like at some time throughout the entire year and, uh, that, that, that will continue into this game. Thank you.
1: Next is Anthony Dasher of GeorgiaSports.com.
4: Hey coach, another LSU offensive question. Uh, I was just wondering with with Burrow, you know, their skill set, the explosiveness, rather, on offense. How much did they remind you of Oklahoma from a couple of years ago?
0: Uh, not, not, not very much. I mean, very, very different. Obviously, both are very explosive teams, um, but really two different style offenses.
1: We'll go back to Mike Griffith the AJC. Is there is there another offense that you could equate this to?
2: You've run across. You've obviously been a coordinator for a long time.
0: No, uh, not that I can, not that I can remember. It's 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 uh, it's very unique, very different. Um, and I think the players in it, you know, they're, they're, I've, we've played a lot of teams that have strengths and weaknesses, and you try to exploit those. But when you look across the board, this group, there's just there's not a lot. There's not a lot there. Weakness-wise, <laughs> I mean, they, they they really they really play physical, and people don't give them credit for that. They play really physical, and their their back, their offensive line, their receivers are extremely physical. But they have uh, uh, a, a really great ability to throw the ball um, quickly and get it out, and throw the ball vertically down the field.
4: Do you uh, and just follow up on that? Do you have to change what you do defensively? I, I don't think your defense has given up a play longer than 30 yards since the South Carolina game. Do you, you have to modify your defense for this this
0: team? Well, I don't really know. I mean, I'm, we're still in the stages of looking at these guys, and I, you know, it's, it's hard to say that right now. I mean, I, I've been three, four hours uh, into it today, and you know, it's not even Monday yet, so I, I don't know that. And if I did know it, I probably wouldn't say it anyway.
2: Okay, thanks. We'll go back to Steve Moulton.
1: Yes, Coach. I was wondering if you had a chance to uh, see the LSU-Texas A&M tape, and if you did, uh, your thoughts on what they were able to do to the Aggies, Coach.
0: Yeah, extremely talented, uh, explosive, um, fast, vertical passing up and down the field, uh, really well coaching it.
1: Is this as good a wide receiver units? I know a lot of focus on Burrow, but number one and number two seem awfully explosive, Coach. Yep, I agree. Thank you, Coach. We're back to Brooke The Advocate. You know, Kirby,
0: your,
2: your program was one of, uh, in recent recently, like, uh, you know, to, to push through in the SEC championship game and, uh, and, you know, the ones outside of Alabama recently. LSU stepping in with this chance. What do you, like, having experienced that from your end to fire and push through, like, what do you expect from their program, what they're experiencing behind their doors and leading up to this that you you might prepare your team for?
0: I, I'm sorry, I missed uh, part of that. I didn't catch the end of that phone when it went out. Were you, were you asking? So. Oh.
2: I mean, like you know, new team in the SEC championship game, long time for them. What do you think they're experiencing? Having kind of you know been one of those teams that's pushed through recently. What do I
0: think they're experiencing?
2: You know, like you know what what might what might do you feel like there's more that they might be pushing into this game from that.
0: No, I mean, I I I think you'd have to ask Ed that because I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I know they're, they'll are they be well prepared. I know they're uh, extremely talented. Um, They've played in a lot of big games, if you think about it. They've played so many big-time matchups that that, uh, that, that obviously the SEC Championship is another one of those, but it's the next step for both of us. Thank you. Next, we'll
1: go to Brandon Sutton,
2: Hey, uh, Coach, in terms of your own roster and the fact that a lot of these guys are coming to these games for the second or third time, does it kind of give you all an advantage
0: at all to have those guys that are experienced to, to, uh, in terms of preparation all week? I don't think so. I, mean, I think it's, it's the next game, so regardless of where it's played or who you're playing or what you're playing for, I mean... Um, you know, those guys have played in big games. Uh, they've played in big time bowl games and still have ours. And uh, in the SEC, it's, it's that way every week. I mean, we play a, a conference schedule. You're going to play teams in the top 25, four times. So we've all been faced with that. We'll
1: go back to Murray
3: Hey Kirby, uh, Jake Kamara uh, had a really good punting game again yesterday. I think he kicked Chick three times, uh, did inside the twenty, and uh, then Tyson Campbell down one ball uh, inside the one yard line or, or one or two. But uh, how important is that going to be to you know make the Tigers drive drive the long field there to try to keep them, you know, with good with a good uh, kicking game again?
0: Well, certainly a valuable force in some big games, and uh, field position is always important in big games, and and he's done a great job of that, and. We've got to
1: continue that going on. Thanks a bit of Brody Miller that Athletic. I
2: mean, you mentioned that you've seen the LSU defense kind of improve throughout the season. I guess, is there any area specifically that's really jumped out to you that you've seen them improve in?
0: Yeah, the linebacking corps, to me, is the one that sticks out the most. Uh, they, they, they play better and better, um, really aggressive. Um, they've created pass rush with their linebackers, and uh, their cover guys, their, their linebackers are really good cover guys as well. I mean, they've always had uh, a great secondary. They've got you know, one of the most experienced and talented secondaries in the country. So the linebackers have really stepped up, I think, and played really well also.
1: In your own experience,
2: do you think maybe some of that is actually having some time together after shuffling, losing Devin White, and whatnot?
1: Do you think that might have a benefit there? Yeah, I really don't know.
0: I'm not sure that.
1: Fair. Thank you. We'll go back to Chip Towers.
3: Coach, yeah, uh, you know, this is specifically, LSU, obviously, they, they go
1: 4 wides, 5 wides a lot. They're trying to get you man-to-man. Based on what I've seen, I'd much rather hear your opinion on it. Your secondary, particularly your corners, have been pretty good in in man-to-man. Can you talk a little bit about that matchup? How do you feel about specifically about Eric Stokes, uh, DJ Daniel, Tyson Campbell, matching up with those LSU receivers one-on-one and being able to cover them? Can they cover them?
0: Yeah, you know, that's a question I think you find out uh, uh, around the game time. We're certainly going to prepare as hard as we can and do the best job we can to prepare for a very talented uh, offense. You can't line up in one thing against these guys and expect to be successful, but at the same time, you can't have confusion and chaos, and they feast on that.
1: We'll go back to Brooks Camino.
2: You mentioned LSU's always had a secondary, and, and this particular one. How, how, how? In what ways does it become difficult when you know there's depth for secondaries that can change per personnel? and There's depth there, and and different guys have different roles. I mean, have you seen opponents like that this season, like this? And and what problems does that make? As far
0: as their depth in the secondary, yes. Um. Well, I mean, the deeper you are in the secondary, the more guys you can play. Um, they certainly don't have to go very far past the top because they've got some really, really talented players in the secondary. So, I mean, the depth gives them the ability to do multiple packages and things like that on third down. Um, but they, they play the best guys. I mean, the depth depth probably only helps with injuries. Thank you.
1: We'll go back to Steve Maltin. Coach, I was hoping you could comment on getting back to the SEC championship game in three consecutive years, and really what this says about the program you're building there in Athens, Coach.
0: Well, it says our staff and our administration, and our, our our everybody involved in the program has done a tremendous job supporting these players. But the players have just, I mean, been so resilient because you know each year. Uh, and, and, probably this year with the, with the loss coming, uh, the earliest, they've been, you know, they've been through some adversity. And they're back to against the wall and they, they, they pushed and bounced back and had some hard fought wins. Um, and, and obviously now get the a chance to, uh, get an opportunity that not every team in the country gets. And that's to play on what I consider to be the largest stage, uh, in college football and, and, play on a stage where you get played against one of the best teams in college football.
1: What we all assume out here that the turning point was that double overtime South Carolina game for this team. You tell me, was that the turning point for this team, Coach? I
0: think there's been several. I mean there's been a lot of turning points. I mean that certainly uh, uh, probably cranked the, the heat up and the pressure up uh, to perform but there's been there's been a lot of uh, good work and improvement throughout the year and uh, some hard-fought battles that I felt helped some young players turn the corner outside of the South Carolina game. Thank you, Coach.
1: We'll go back and take another from Dan Matthews. Hey,
4: Coach, you've gone up against uh... – at Ogeron at least once uh, since you've been at Georgia. just What have you thought of the job that he's done there since he took over that program and having to go through a, a tough division of the league?
0: He's done an unbelievable job. He's uh, created confidence uh, and, and a toughness in their program. Um, their kids play um, really hard, really physical and they play with no fear and they do a, a tremendous job of being aggressive and uh, you know, you you look at the big games he's coached in and played, and his teams have been successful. And I think Ed's one of those people that's smart enough to put, you know, a lot of good coaches around him and let them work. And, and he does a great job of managing that. And I think that his players really play hard for him and buy into to, to their organization. You see that on tape. And uh, any coach that does that, i got a lot of respect for him. I mean
4: – every coach comes in and has their goals that they want to have in terms of how they want the program to be I mean how much harder is is that than it's easier said than done to be able to get that accomplished
0: oh it's tough I mean you know I think that's the goal of every coach when they take over a program is to impart their footprint and their wisdom into it and uh, create a culture of whether it's winning or just competitive toughness. It's what you're always trying to do uh, when you build a program, and he's certainly done a good job of that. Thanks.
2: This is uh, Jake Rowe of 24-7 Sports.
4: Hey, Kirby, uh, when when you start talking about those close wins, those hard-fought wins, how how valuable are those to you at this point in the season, and and especially when you're going into a game where you very much expect if you're going to win it, it's going to be a four-quarter battle? I'm
0: sorry, you went out there?
4: Uh, I was asking about, uh, you talked about those hard-fought wins and how valuable can those experiences be in a game where you expect it to be a four-quarter battle, you know, if you're going to come out on top. How much can that help you, all those tight wins that you guys have had this year?
0: It can be a tremendous help. Um, I, obviously, the, their team has been through a lot of tough battles, too. you come out of the SEC and you represent your programs in this game, you've been through the column. You know, whether you're undefeated, you've got one loss, or you may have two losses. You've been through some tough, hard-fought battles. and. I think that gives um, this such a classic matchup and why you've seen um, a lot of really good
1: games in this because both teams come into this game battle-tested.